Are you ready for being in a relationship? And that's my <gasps> stop. That's a. F- <laughs> so what I just visually saw there was a page in a notebook with a quarter taken up versus a page where things were written on angles to fill an entire page. <laughs> Welcome to Millennial Triggered. rocking sick matching outfits what time tomorrow can we see each other no no i told you i'm leaving tomorrow i'm like fuck off listen oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so now what are some pros and cons of being in a goddamn relationship fuck a really good uh really good segue well, I'm not in a relationship right now. I see someone once a week. I see. And I'm actually really happy with it. Um, but I've been in some relationships. I've been in many relationships. Everybody just wants to date me. They just they need do. a piece of me. I've had two men threaten suicide if I broke up with them. I'd say I'm a pretty good catch. You're a goddamn beauty of a catch. I'm going to put my used gum on my laptop, and you're just not going to judge me oh, for that Oh, you know today. what? I was just thinking the other day. Can you imagine? Because like, we were just, we just did our mental health podcast. Yeah. And um, the other day, finally threw out the chewed piece of gum that I left on the bathroom sink that I couldn't be bothered to just throw down in the bin below. It was there for three days. And no! I just kept looking at it. Like, <laughs> Ew. Mm. Says the one who left a fucking apple core yeah, in her room. I was just thinking the same thing. It's okay. <laughs> I have to say something gross so I feel a little bit better about myself every once in a while. Don't even get me started when I'm on my period. Like, don't even. No don't one, even. Should no I? one. It's. I'm glad I don't live with anyone right now because. Would we not be friends right now if we were living together? I mean, I think you'd understand. <laughs> True. <laughs> For sure. We have me PMSing hard and you actually blazing the trail right now yeah this podcast is either gonna go really well or we're gonna end up screaming at each other i'm just gonna say this because like majority i think are women who listen to this it's been a tough month and i've now synced up to sierra's time area <laughs> you're welcome it's the full moon we just passed the full moon yeah, right buddy. i've been synced up on the new moon for as long as i can remember last time an alpha came in and i sing i think i'm alpha all the time but then my body goes oh no nell you're oh, not alpha I'm... you're fucking beta bitch he's a beta bitch <laughs> so my period changes all the time with like depending on how how like um how it, what's the word severe the friendship is like a good severe like in an intimate relationship yeah, like, like friendship? you and i see each other all the time now we're i know and we've time. gotten like deep over this time too so it's yeah. like so i've changed over now to like your time and the other day Sorry. to the, the other day what was it just because it's women listen i don't you know i don't fuck it this is just so real okay this was also what kind of started me thinking about maybe doing an episode on like being single versus being in a relationship versus yeah. living together versus living apart. Okay, so like I had a pad on the other like the other night 
<clears throat> and obviously there was some blood on it, but there was just a little bit of blood. Okay. And I was in pain that day, and I just took the pad off and I stuck it to the counter and I walked by it for two days. <laughs> oh my god! Were you gonna reuse it? No. <laughs> love you deeply but i feel like that's not like a oh because i'm single that's just a you thing (laughs) i literally threw it out because you were coming over (laughs) it just had a little bit of blood and i took it off i I just like slapped it on the counter because i was trying to clean myself up right and i looked at it i was like i'm in so much pain i don't fucking care and then the next day i was like i'm not in pain but i really like it's like you know there's like how many kilowatts of energy that i have to use to throw this out right now (laughs) this won't be happening for me today me with my apple core on the ground for like a week I'm just, like, really done with people, you know. It was the first thing I saw before I went to bed and the first thing I saw every morning. And I literally just had to pick it up and throw it out. But do you think I did? No. (laughs) Do you think I gave a freaking flying shit? Absolutely not. You know why? Because I live on my own and I answer to no one. Yeah, exactly. And I've had to pick up my fair share of skid mark underwear from stupid boyfriends. So if Uh I want to leave an apple core on my floor, then I'm going to goddamn leave an apple core on my floor. And I feel good about that. Thank you very much. I appreciate you bringing up the underwear. Yeah. Because I, it's, it's not, it's just an all men thing that I've, I've lived with three men had been with others. <laughs> and I don't understand this concept of wearing boxers that have huge holes in them. Oh my God. Thank you. Like, what? Why? I don't understand. Also, why are men not buying underwear as frequently as females are to keep... Because they get stretched out, and they get old and shabby, and then you get... You know when the waistband starts tearing from the actual underwear, and they're still putting that on, too? Those holes there, and that's... I know. And I'm just like, I buy new panties seasonally for you. Mm Mm-mm. Are you... Yeah, it's... um. You know, you buy new panties seasonally for you. That's what you said. Well, for, well for you. <laughs> uh, well, if that's the case, I'm still waiting for some. Thanks. Oh, man. So I guess that leads us into our topic today, which I already led with, but True. we'll get to it again. <clears throat> We're just talking about pros and cons as living on our own. Yep. And dating. single or living on our own with someone or living with someone or codependent, not codependent. Wait, do we have a diagram Cone- here? Wait a second. Yeah. Want to just go into like pros and cons? Yeah, let's just start and rant a little. I just feel like it's going to be mostly, yeah, let's do it. What's your first pro of just simply being in a relationship? Actually, no, change that. That's less exciting. What's was, your first con of being gonna in a say, relationship? I was going to say, I don't really have a lot. <laughs> I... You this know how I changed this? This is my pros. Are you ready for being in a relationship? And that's my <gasps> stop. That's a. F- <laughs> so what I just visually saw there was a page in a notebook with a quarter taken up versus a page where things were written on angles to fill an entire page. <laughs> there was also <clears throat> multiple colors used on the con page, which really I'm excited to dive I, deeper. I on think that. I'd like to hear your pros and cons first because you were actually quite. 
I'm um, a pro relationship kind of gal, though. You are because oh, you're hugely. in one right now, which is why, yeah, probably. <laughs> I've, I've fucking been in one since I was 16. Do mm-hmm. I? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, that's also something we have in common. It's kind of like jumping from from relationship to relationship. Yeah. And I'm at the point where I'm like trying to force myself to just chill out. Yeah, it's and fine. I've taken yeah some good time as well but i am definitely have always been like a pro relationship gal so that'll be my standpoint here i do have my fair share of cons don't you worry but (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's hear some of your pros because for every pro you did a con or every pro i did a con and then and i think i'll just work off of you because okay cool i don't i wasn't i just um i just shit showed on on it and then I don't have stability here. Yeah, so I like relationships because I feel like one of the first pros is, like, you get to learn a lot about yourself when you're in a relationship. I feel like it's it's basically, like, hold, having a constant mirror because you always have somebody kind of reacting to whatever you're doing. And right. that either can be troublesome or it can be helpful. It can lead to, re- you know, reflective moments. You can find out new hobbies that you like that maybe you never discovered before you can have a hobby that you share with someone and you like hit a next level because you have somebody like constantly there motivating and like you know pushing you on the days that you don't want to go or do stuff yeah um but with that said it can also turn into the complete opposite and you can kind of instead of learning about yourself you kind of just mesh and morph into this one relationship being okay where there's just no separation between you and your partner and you lose all autonomy yeah and then before you know it you oh fuck before you know it you look in the mirror and you don't even recognize yourself anymore so you know it's really all in how you play the game i guess at the end of the day and for me that experience has been like a trial trial and error i don't Mm. know have you found the same thing well you know the other day you mentioned this just like randomly that you you that you learn so much in relationships with men and I was like oh it really helped me kind of push my thinking because I think the opposite I think we learn so much more when we're on our own because we actually have time to reflect especially if you kind of go from relationship to relationship right having that time to reflect on each relationship um, and ask yourself the hard questions like well what did I do that was wrong that I didn't realize and you don't really have time to do that when you go into another relationship quite quickly. Right. I do and, agree with that. And so for me, it was really nice to kind of re reconnect, reroute that, rewire my thinking and look at yours and go, okay, you know what? It's true. You do learn a lot in relationship for sure. I just think so many people are so nervous about being on their own and being quiet yes. and and they start they 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 start out with good intentions i'm going to be single for a year or i'm not going to have a roommate and i'm just going to live on my own for blah 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 and i'm really going to try this out but but you know it's hard living on your own and it's hard being just by yourself it's hard being faced with <clears throat> yourself day in and day out like you're good and you're bad like that's really truly yeah that is where the work is and i agree with you yes and i don't think a lot of people that. do that so yeah i think that a lot of people in relationship learning their lessons but most people don't take the time i think i'm going to say most people our age are starting to kind of question that totally but which is a cool thing to witness like i, I really feel like, like my that. conversations with girlfriends have changed so much over like i'd say past yeah five plus years of just like intentions behind wanting to be in relationships people who are in serious relationships and are like shit man like i did not take enough time for myself like i don't even know if this is what i want things like that so yeah i do i i do agree okay in that sense i 
I think maybe I, that's a good point actually, because I think I have the luxury, luxury, I don't know. I have the ability to say what I had said because now I've gone through a few serious relationships. So I prioritize reflection in my Mm, relationships. And that's a lesson I've had to learn through trial and error where I have completely morphed into one being. And instead now, you know, I'm just more attentive to my own body, my cues after spending time being single so that when something rubs me the wrong way in a relationship, I know when to say, hey, I need to like walk away, go for a walk, be on my own and then like talk about it. And then when I talk about it with that other person, I don't know, I, I... I learn more about them myself and just right. like how to interact with humans. That's a good point. Yeah, you need to. Experience you have to be in a really healthy first. relationship in order to do that because I've we've also both been in those situations where we just get gaslit, like to no fucking extreme, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, sorry, like is this my asshole or is this a hole in the wall? Like I literally have no <laughs> fucking idea where I exist on this planet anymore because you've shocked me and rocked me to my core. So there's that point. <laughs> <laughs> love it so that much. was <laughs> I, amazing what is your stance the the classic saying not your stance because i know you're gonna agree with it but where did you take the statement um you can't love somebody until you love yourself i was just talking to my boyfriend oh, about this statement i mean the other day look i think loving yourself is a long lifetime journey yeah. and it, you like some days i fucking think I'm just the hottest piece of shit and then other days I feel I am a piece of shit yeah yeah and um so and it ebbs and flows depending on who you are because you change all the time so um I think what was talking to a friend the other day who who um anyway she's dealing with some situation similar to what we're talking about in terms of relationships and living together and I think it's really important that for a lot of the women in my life, we've gone through a lot of um, relationships with controlling men, abusive men, narcissistic men. And um, if you start out in a relationship that ends up treating you, just it's horribly wrong for you, <clears throat> it can be really hard to exit that I mean it's going to be hard like no matter what yeah but it I think it's a lot harder to exit out of a relationship that's really bad for you if you don't if you've never lived on your own or you've never had to like you don't know what that looks like right and so because it's me, terrifying it's jumping into the unknown yeah and so for me I stayed too long in an abusive relationship because I had jumped right from my very first relationship to a second relationship and I was so scared of being on my own and I I, I didn't know what that looked like and so I stayed longer and so I was just telling my friend here that I think it's really important that it like for me when I am in a really tricky situation with a partner and I think I need it's time to go and I'm so terrified of that moment and of having to pick up my life again and restart start over I go back to like the I go back to when it's just been me and I say I was able to do it then so I know therefore it will be hard but I can do it again yeah and I think it's you know for for young people going into relationship right away we as human beings really crave relationship that's you know a huge fundamental part of how we connect but 
I think it's interesting for those of us now who are, you know, millennials, you and I, right. we, um, most of our life so far, majority of our life has been spent um, as a child and developing, our brain's developing, everything's developing under someone else's roof and in relationship with them. And now we've just like had a sliver, you know, it's going to take for me to be 38 before I can say, oh, half of, I've now lived the half same amount of time I, yeah, terms. on my own versus. So when people come right out of their house and into relationship like I did, like you did, or yeah. even in the house, um, you don't have an opportunity to get to know you. We are born on our own and die on our own. There's a reason for that, I think, as opposed to like, oh, we are born with another person, for you know, or we die with like our, you know, our death buddy. Like, yeah. there's a reason you, why. Which is why yeah. I think it's so important, yeah, to have that. Uh, you have to be fighting for that relationship with yourself, no matter whether you do enter a relationship as a young person or if you want to wait to you know cross off a few of your own goal lists before you start seriously wanting to date somebody and things like that yeah because I think it's so important I think for me that statement of like you have to love yourself before you can you know love another person and like be in a relationship I think that really just is like a it's like a recipe for making sure that you're not putting your happiness in somebody else's yeah. hands yeah and like to your point of like when you know that a relationship <clears throat> is no longer serving you or you don't see it serving you in the future if you haven't cultivated that relationship with yourself that hurdle of imagining what life looks like without this person becomes 10 times scarier and it shouldn't and if I feel like I had to learn that lesson the hard way where facing my decisions and how I let myself get so wrapped up in a relationship so early without feeling like I was 100% on my own and could be 100% on my own was something I deeply, uh, not regretted, but something I it was a really big learning lesson going forward uh, because I, I felt so alone and you should never feel alone with yourself. Like mm -hmm. you need to, I, I, yeah. my experience has just been I just feel so much happier always within a relationship, out of a relationship, with a relationship when I'm on my own and they get busy or whatever. It's such a better feeling when you're just like happy with your own company. And I think yeah, if you're not happy yeah. with your own company, like how are you supposed, how is anybody else supposed to like enjoy your company? I agree. You know what I mean? And I think for those people who've never done it, they go, well, don't you get lonely? Like, what's it like being all... I really enjoy – you're just on your own. It makes you're you just, a more fun person. I heard yeah, this quote the other oh. day where somebody – it was like some girl I think I watched on YouTube. It might have been Allegra Shaw just because I want to give her credit for it. But she was talking about um, – and she was talking to her parents about relationship and dating. And it was a piece of advice that I loved. And her mom said – the question was like, how do you not get bored in a relationship? And she said when she was growing up, her mom always said, if you're bored in a relationship, it's because you're boring. And I was uh, like, that's a great, that's ooh. great insight. And yeah. I, but I actually thought it was a great insight because yeah. I think back and I'm like, I remember times where I'm like, oh, like I wish he did this or that. And it's just yeah. like, no, like if I, you attract the energy that you put out. True. Right. And I thought that statement really like summed that up really well. Yeah. 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 Well, Cause you've got to like have that. your own, you got to just like enjoy life and your, I don't know. Yeah. We should do another episode on just what it's like living alone. Mm. I think so many people don't do that. That's a really good one. Yeah. Okay. Well then so, I'm going to get into talking about like as a point, cause nothing's structured here. Yeah. Kind of, kind of goes on what you were saying. Accountability. 
<clears throat> pros Ooh. and cons with that, but I I have it as more of like a con in relationship because um, I'm like such an independent person. Yeah. So um, it's been a real challenge for me in relationships where like my partners know how independent I am. Right. And how like, yeah, self-sufficient I am. And that has been something that has drawn them to me. That's okay. what they've drawn me to them. Yeah. Um, and they've they've shared that it's a common denominator in all my relationships. But additionally, the common denominator is that oh, I'm self sufficient and I'm independent. Right. And so it's um, and I understand the need for men to feel needed and and you have to kind of figure that dance out in a relationship. So I get that. But what I talk about, like what what I'm talking about is like. I want to go out. I I'm so used to being able to just leave the house and not say hey okay, I I'm leaving. To go here. Right. I will be back at this time. Checking in if I'm going to be longer. Right. What the fuck is up with that? <laughs> no. I walk. My, I do. I do nighttime sessions with my dog. Like walking my dog sometimes. Right. And I was just thinking about past relationships. And it's like in the past it's been, okay, I'm just going to take the dog out for a walk. It's 11 o'clock at night. Well, are you sure? Like that is pretty late. Oh, we'll, uh, we'll take a flashlight with you. Oh, do you want me to come? No, I definitely don't. I, I want alone. I live with you. You live with me. I want alone I want time. Fun, yeah. I want like the vibes of out time, you know, walking. Well, are you okay? Well, message, take your phone. Okay. So then, oh, can I, can I come? And if I say, no, I don't want you to come. I'm going out. I know you've expressed that you don't like this. Well, fine. I'm still doing it. Yeah. Um, then I'll come back in and I'll feel so good and refreshed and like great perspective. I really needed that. I come in and now I'm being punished. Punished? Right. It's like, so maybe it's just because I really know how to choose them. As I was just going to say. My therapist told me, thanks so much. I did online counseling. I think he listens to this, so I'll say this. <laughs> uh, I was doing online counseling. I had to stop it because he was so fucking hot. And uh, definitely, like, as soon as I got it, and I was like, oh, I was uh, transference This for isn't sure. going to work, but I am He's definitely going to let it work for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was telling him about, like, the guys that he goes, you know, how a lot of the guys that I've gotten together with, um, they ended up having, like, wives right. <laughs> and children, and I didn't know. And he goes, wow, you really know how to pick them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks, thanks. bud. I subconsciously knew, probably, but, like, thanks so much. For anyway, if you're listening, you're, I really like you. You're hot. Anyway, I had to end it because he was so hot. Um, also, because he was like, you know how to pick him. Um, like, I didn't pick him. It was, it was my subconscious programming. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Sir, do you have children? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I just don't. So with my past relationships, like, there's been a punishing. Like, you come in, silent treatment. Or coming into bed, I'm feeling great. Why can't we be happy yep. that I went out and I did something that I feel good about, and now I'm coming to to refresh the <laughs> the atmosphere with you too? Well, it's it's the simple thing of like. Uh, you take on the responsibility that of somebody else's happiness. Like every action you take, like, yeah, it's great that you have somebody to always do stuff with, but sometimes you want to be on your own. But unfortunately when you like start getting really intimate with somebody, when you don't want that, I think a lot of people take that as like, they don't want to spend time with me. Oh, they're upset with me. Oh, what did I do? Oh, they're being hurtful. Oh, they're being secretive because their own insecurities draw up. And if, 
it just sounds like wow clearly you've dated some very insecure men unfortunately <clears throat> thank you thank you <laughs> yes as have i though because i totally know that feeling as well where it's yeah we we've all grown up we all moved out of our parents home to not have to answer to people for a reason there's the respect line where you don't just disappear in the middle That's of the day fine. which is hard to transition well, out of though when you're but single I don't want, like why do i have to why because it's Look, a respect thing. Why do I have to tell you every single so goddamn day? So they don't worry day, about you. Oh, hey, I'm going out for a walk. So they don't worry about Where you. Where are you going? Oh, I'm going to go to the park. What time will you be back? Okay, that's I creepy. I don't know what time I'm going to be back, racist Rhodesian. I don't know. <laughs> Why do I have to know the time? I, I think it should my- be like... No problem. You can say check in. Do you want me to come? No. Okay. Don't take it seriously. You can check in if there's like something that bubbled up for you. Like, are we good? And then you can be like, yeah, we're good. You make sure you're honest, whatever. Do a check in. But you can't like, I just, I don't personally like when people get clingy. Like I have such a personal space. Yeah. Like just, I, and maybe it's because we're some people that just really need our independent Uh time. And that's for us both has been a learning thing. It's how you communicate it. I do get Fair enough. Fair it's enough. How you, all right, we wrap that one up. Fair enough. How you communicate it, it's a respect thing, but also don't fucking I'm not your mother, I'm not your sister, I'm not your first ever grade nine girlfriends. Please, uh, sir. Yeah. I and also I do know sorry, my yeah. last rant, because now it. I'm just digesting everything yeah, that yeah. you're saying. <laughs> it's a fine line where I don't want to be like too hurtful because also sometimes, you know, it is nice to feel cared for uh, but yeah, when okay. men are like are you sure that's safe yes shut and i've up. been living on my own for years yeah. and like leave bars and restaurants at like 4 uh-huh. a.m and yes. walk myself home for, i'm fu- like yes and if i needed you or i felt safer with you or i wanted you just trust that i would ask know. exactly when you put Ugh. that on me it makes me feel weak and i don't need that shit. yes and then i get mad at you you know oh i i, I get that it's uh, from a loving place I get it and say it that way yeah but if I don't ask and we're at that point in the relationship, just... Yeah. And also, I think with the, the male-female dynamic... It's the, it's the tone. tone. It is. It's the tone. It That's is the tone. Is. But with a male-female dynamic, like the one thing I could suggest for men now living in, a, in an age where women are so much more independent, um, if you're coming into like a new relationship, well, just... Keep an eye on the routines and understand her routines and understand that, okay, she goes to the gym at 9 p.m. Hi, that is me. Yeah. You cannot come into a relationship and ask your new girlfriend ever, can you please not go to the gym so late? I'm sorry. That's not okay. Like, I understand your your concern and you, your your nature is to protect, but that is my habit. That's my routine. Yeah. And I feel more comfortable doing it. And so now every time I go to the gym at 9 p.m., there's this tension of like, I know you don't want me to do it. I'm doing it because I'm my own person. But now all of a sudden I'm trying to change myself to make you feel better. No. And there's no actual grounds for it. Like if, say for example, like it's because they're, you know, they work late and you only have a couple of hours to see each other with a schedule, fine. But if it's because of your own insecurity, you don't get to project that. And again, that comes to our first point, which I feel like every point is going to come to. That's why you need a relationship with yourself. Sure. So that you can check yourself before you wreck wreck yourself. yourself. Ho. Love it. 
Great. Also, Next. habit changes in general, also a huge oh, pro-con of, like, like being it. in a no, relationship like slash a new relationship, especially dating. God, the amount of times I, like, I finally, I'm, like, on killing my single streak. My life is balanced. I'm, yeah. My skin's fucking glowing. My hair is shiny. I'm eating three meals a day, and I'm working on my fitness. He's my witness. And then you start dating this guy, and you're just, like. Everything changes. Everything changes, and you drop everything for him. The amount of times I've done that. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. Why? I know. Why do we do this? No. Ladies, listen up. Keep your routines the same. Make him be flexible at first. Yeah. It's because true. it shows that he that's part of the pursuit thing. It Not is. that I think you need to be inflexible, and obviously it takes two to tango, but at first, just don't be so goddamn available. It's true though. That's me just talking about All these old years I've you know, I've like, oh, he's he wants to hang out this time. I've got something planned, but I really want to see him. I'll yeah. change it. But lately I've been like, and it's been really been working, I'm like, no, I have fucking plans. Yeah. He wouldn't change his plans. I'm not gonna change my plans. Also, it's so boring if like you don't have other shit to talk about. Yes. Also, it's a mysterious thing. They go, oh, like they are trying to figure you out. But as soon as they figure you out, you out really soon, they're like, I'm not interested. Totally. And it's a great check for a red flag. Are they be- going to become super defensive and angry and like, Ooh. oh, right away, jump off the deep end. You don't have time for me. She doesn't Good want to spend point. time with me. Or they're like, oh, that's cool. Okay. Good point. Check in. You know, no rush. I'll see you whenever. Let yes, me know. And I'm that's just- what I want. Okay, that's what I want. But I've had two huge relationships mm-hmm. where it's been... And like specific 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 whereas like yeah that's fine I'm okay to be like hey I'm heading out don't know when I'll be back but yeah. I'll see you I'm heading in this vicinity or whatever but like may yeah I've had too many relationships where it's like it's or you get the cold shoulder they're like yeah that's fine and then the next time you they see punish them, you that's they what punish I mean. they you punish totally. you get it okay so that goes on to eyes on you that I have here yeah as okay like I when I'm in a relationship, I feel as though, like, okay, I just wrote, can't lounge and not do anything without the knowledge in the back of my mind that an opinion is being formed. Oh, this huge, huge. I would like to leave my pad on the counter and have <laughs> no one make an opinion of me, okay? That's how I lived this month, I okay? want my boyfriend to frame my used pad. I want him to love me <laughs> that much. I want him to move it from the bathroom counter and put it on the fridge with a gold stick. <laughs> I, I had to. I'm sorry. It's, it was a really good visual, you know? I just, I'd love a man who just loves and worships you so much to just be like... <laughs> Her fucking blood is beautiful. <coughs> oh my god. She, she made this. Can I just do a side note here? Quick side story. My good friend, Scott. Shout out I'm to Scott. I'm so nervous for this situation. You better be. He went on a date. We, we met in college. He went on a date with a gal and she, she like a few dates and they she brought him back to her room and she had artwork up and she had done artwork with her period blood and she openly admitted it to him he left so quickly wow (laughs) what a fucking freak oh my god anyway that's another level okay Okay, but yeah eyes on you chilling same especially with your apple core like someone's gonna come in and judge you for that like listen guys 
We're all fucking dirty. Didn't you just have a friend take a photo on Snap the other day of her garbage that hadn't been <laughs> taken out for yeah. three months? Yeah. Like, we're all gross. We're all gross. And I just, I want to, look, I just, I don't want to have to be on top of shit and make sure everything looks good, which will lead me into my chores demographic statistic. All the time. But, like, I just want to, I want to look like shit, not... And then not look like shit. This is a living apart thing. This is though, this is when it's your space. And yeah. I, because I've had to learn both where it's like, I, when you share a space with somebody and you have different cleaning habits or whatever, you need to find a common ground and you need to split that, which I'm sure it sounds like we're going to get into. However, if I'm living on my own and you're living on your own, it's something <clears throat> I had to learn the hard way. God, the amount of times I've cleaned boyfriends or guys I'm seeing Ugh. as apartments for them. Why do we? Because, yeah, I'm that girlfriend. I think I feel like every lady who, like, semi, you know, I just feel like every woman who listens to this can relate to that on some level. You help them with their laundry Uh or you, like, clean up their kitchen or something. I've had to learn so hard to not do that up front. I'm at, and it's pained me, but I've had, it's not my space. Uh It's not my fucking space. If it's too dirty for me to be there, then we'll do it at my place. So no. that, that brings me to this beautiful chart that I've made on my iPad of Gosh, household chores. you're just chores. killing the iPad game now, aren't you? Yeah. I'm so jealous. According to a new study published in Springer Journal Sex Rules, heterosexual women of all ages do more chores around the house than their male uh, partners, uh, regardless of either the man man's or woman's career or income. I already know that because like, we it's all my know life. That. <laughs> For the study, researchers tracked more than 900 people with partners from adolescence to adulthood and gathered data through a series of questionnaires given to the participants at ages 25, 32, and 43. In particular, they looked at how domestic tasks were delegated at each of these stages and how these decisions were influenced by income, marital status, working hours, and childcare. Women consistently perform more housework than men do. Uh, lead author Rebecca Horn explained to Springer, patterns of housework responsibility between men and women tend to be quite consistent at each life stage despite minor fluctuations in the volume of housework chores, she added. Women consistently perform more housework than men do. Horn explained that the study results also showed that women and the partner with the lowest income were usually the ones doing more household chores when a couple is around 25 years old. For the study, researchers tracked more than 900, oh, sorry, among the 32-year-olds set, work hours and raising kids for men only come into play when distributing housework, and once couples are in their 40s, gender becomes the biggest predictor of who will do the chores. Spoiler, women do most of them. Overall, time, money, and gender variables seem to be important for explaining the division of household labor, albeit I'll beat to varying intensities depending on stage in the life course um, added horn um, there was something like 70% of house tro- household chores are done by women who are working full time and who are raising kids and the man is working full time Lucy what's going on around here I've had to ex- I've had to ask three boyfriends of different cleanliness backgrounds like one was super clean one was like not at all um that like please wash your sheets every two weeks oh i know um blows my mind how people just change the toilet roll 
How many times do I have to change the fucking toilet roll? You have to do the dishes too. Like, and I saw something my my uh, my cousin posted this the other day. Um, it was a meme, and it said something along the lines of, or no, it was it was a video. It was, um, ladies, like you're not asking your husband to help you clean up the house. You're asking your husband to clean up his house. Mm. Mm. Also, I don't like having to ask, like. Why do I have to ask? This is the problem. Yeah. Take up, like, initiate it. Why are we not initiating it? Because, like, you, as in you, why are you not initiating it? Why do I have to remind you? Like, for fuck's sakes, I'm a human being, too, who doesn't want to clean this shit up, okay? You clean your shit up, too. Why do I have to ask you? Why do I have to nag you? Why do I have to remind you? Do you think it's because... Do you think I... Do you think it's just because what we've witnessed, because of what the stat that you said, that, like, men have always, growing up with their mothers, have witnessed them always doing the household chores and cleaning, and so when they get in the relationship, it just is, like, a subconscious expectation of theirs that that's going to happen. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 110%. I, I, I'm trying to find something that, like... Put, the, put it so well. I remember my wife often saying how exhausting it was for her to have to tell me what to do all the time. It's why the sexiest thing a man can say to his partner is, I got this, mm-hmm. and then take care of whatever needs taken care of. I always reasoned, if you just tell me what you want me to do, I'll gladly do it. But she didn't want me, she, but she didn't want to be my mother. She wanted to be my partner, and she wanted me to apply all of my intelligence and learning capabilities to the logistics of managing our lives and household. She wanted me to figure out all the things that need done and devise my own method of task management. Mm-hmm. Are you, like, seriously, guys? That is all I want. Why do I have to take this in? That alone takes even so if, much energy. Even if I'm not the one actually cleaning it, I've had to remind you multiple times. And then I'm, yeah, I know. I No, you don't know. I know. This is not just my house. This is your house. It is, it needs to be equal. Like this is, I'm, I'm working full time. I've got kids. You're working full time. You've got kids. We all know that women are the ones who are, who are doing most of the childcare. Yeah. And I'm doing 70% of the fucking house. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck fuck out of my house yeah. it's easier without you which i feel like everybody's we're that it's shifting i i feel yes. that because i don't have patience or tolerance for that anymore and i feel like that standard gets like yeah that's that's shifting i i hate to say it but like because i'm speaking for both of us here like it's such a testament to us dating a lower quality of person or having yeah. to not lower quality of person but having to to learn what our standards are in terms of uh, picking a partner right yeah yeah and that's one and that was something when I was younger I I didn't speak up for like I didn't know in a new relationship I I I was part of the problem I assumed the role of leading the house cleaning and the chores Mm -hmm. and taking on 80 percent of it and I set that precedent early in the relationship because it was what I was shown based off of like my mom did the exact same thing my mom was a stay-at-home mom you know what I mean I knew that their mom did that you know he I was home more than, even though I was full-time in school and I was working, I still, because I was at school and he was at work most of the time, I was the one who would notice the dirty things. Yes. Because I'm a woman, my eye and just who yeah. I am 
maybe I won't say because I'm a woman because I think everybody has different cleanliness levels but I'm a very detail-oriented person and I do like a cleaner space and so for me my level of cleanliness was different but I had a boyfriend one time who literally said to me like I was no like he was just doing everything half-ass and then I realized he was doing it half-ass on purpose so that I would stop asking him to do the fucking oh, chores. Sierra. So frustrating. Sierra. And then like admitted it like and as a joke one day. And I'm like, I honestly don't understand why you're incapable of doing it. And he's just like, I'm trying my best. Like if you, but you're just so much better oh. at it than I am. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I actually just, tr- I just actually try to do it. Like, it's not that I'm yeah. better or I'm more capable. You have two fucking arms yeah. and two eyes that work. You can do this. Mm-hmm. It's not like you enjoy it. But it was like, well, you just like, you just do it better. Exactly. I don't enjoy it. Yeah. It's like they think we enjoy it or like it's a thing. And so again, thing. like, like maturity, I don't want to do this. That's a big maturity lesson oh, that man. I've had to learn. And once I realized that men do that, I was just like, you know what? Now I just have, yeah, just do it. Do it right the first time. It's so much more attractive. Yeah. Trust. So, um, I know you want kids. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if maybe because I'm not ha- going to have kids. Yeah. So I, I wonder if this changes stuff. But do you, could you see yourself um, doing like a, uh, being together but living apart maybe not with kids but could you see yourself doing that I mean if we look at the d- d- divorce uh, rate as well perhaps that could help too but like could you see yourself because it's quite it's starting to become a thing where couples are keeping their places or getting a place in the same building right or having houses right next to each other or whatever and living apart but you're together and living right. like being like you know living part-time do you, what are your what are your thoughts on that? Oh man, great question. So tough. I have no fucking idea. I so definitely future wise, like not with kids, not with anything like that. Seriousness. Where I am right now, and I can only speak really to like my relationship right now. And I I have thought about this. There are days where, because I do really enjoy just being in their company and just it's it's just nice and it does make things easier sometimes I find um I I find there is stress with always having to kind of go to their place and you're a little bit out of sorts you don't always have your things if you need to stay and it's just like a bit more rearranging and for me that stirs up a lot I'm very used to it because being like a kid of a divorced parent it just makes sense I always have like an overnight bag ready packed I have a toiletry bag that's always packed I've been that way since I was like Hmm seven years old okay and so for me sometimes I feel very emotionally exhausted when I have a busy week and I'm trying to go to their place so in those moments I'm like god living together would just be so much easier if we could just you know it's just easier to spend time however I would just like to note though that you are always going to his place right which is my choice though yeah because you don't feel comfortable with him coming to your place so if that like in terms of like because it's so small and you don't feel like it's I just don't really have like the apartment that's conducive to like a chill yeah but if he was doing half of that work spending half of his time coming like you're doing most of it because you're uncomfortable right so I just like to make that so that is a good point that's a very good point um But with that said, I'm in no rush to live with somebody again. Like, I don't think, 
I'm just in no rush. I really enjoy living on my own, especially because I'm at the age now where I'm not dating to date. Like I'm dating Mm -hmm. with like intention to like find my partner. So to me, I think of it as like, I don't want to give up that independence until I really have to because. Yeah. One, if it doesn't work out, God, that's happened before too, where you get rid of your apartment, you get rid of your shit, and then all of a sudden you're fucking on your own, and going through that is absolute hell. Yeah. Distributing things is hell. Oh, I know. Almost living with somebody and then breaking up right before and then having to find an apartment in three days, that's a really hellish yep. experience. <laughs> Wasn't a good time. Didn't enjoy that. And so now it's either going to be it's either going to be that's going to happen or I'm living with this person for the rest of my life. Both equally terrify me, so no thanks. I don't need to live with anybody right now. Right. Yeah, and I don't see that opinion changing anytime soon. I think it'd be cool to live in the same apartment. I think that's a really cool idea. I didn't know couples were doing that. That's brilliant. Yeah, so I've got more statistics for you. Not statistics. Well, maybe. I don't know. Um, This fly needs to fuck off. There's a fly spray there if you need it for raid. Um, So... So for me, I've really been thinking about this. I didn't know that that this was a thing. Right. But now after having the experiences I've had with partners and living with with someone, I'm just really enjoying this time on my own. Right. And um, questioning myself, questioning like about monogamy or relationship, like blah, blah, blah. You know, like why do... Do, can you really be together with someone for this long? And do you want to be together right. with someone for 15 Are we going to get into that? I have a lot to say about... <clears throat> right after this. Right after okay, I read this. Okay, cool. Yeah. So um, as I was thinking about this topic today, I decided to do a quick Google search to see, like, if there, you know, if there's some movements and changes with, you know, relationships, you know, starting to, um, you know, kind of question, you know, the the you know normal society expectations of living together so mm-hmm. i just have this insert from a website um strange as it may seem married couples living apart is more common than you may think roughly four million married couples live apart according to data from the u.s census bureau this happens for a variety of reasons including work personal choice incarceration and one person being in a nursing home the largest percentage of married people who do it are in their 20s and 30s. She's not alone. Goop founder, or blah, blah, blah. So, um, Goop founder and actress Gwyneth Paltrow recently shared that she only lives with her husband, producer Brad Falchuk, four days a week. Adding that, oh, all my married friends say that the way we live sounds ideal and we shouldn't change a thing. And when actress Helena Bonham Carter and film director Tim Burton were married, they lived in separate but connected houses in London for over a decade. And experts say this certainly can work for some couples. Couples who are living apart successfully are individuals who like living alone, but still want companionship and the financial benefits of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, says Tina B. Tassina, a psychotherapist author of Dr. Romance's Guide to Finding Love Today. She adds that it can work well for couples who have sharp differences in living styles, but can get along fine when they're not sharing space. She says that this kind of arrangement can diminish personality. <laughs> um, if you guys have been hearing a squeak sound, Dax just got a new... He got a puppuccino. Puppuccino toy. She says that this kind of arrangement can diminish personality clashes and allow both each person to pursue his or own or her own lifestyle and priorities without having to alter things for their partner. 
I fully agree with that. Honestly, the more I hear it, the more I'm like, I think I, I'm still on the fence because I think it's a new topic. But when you say that to me, I just picture the longevity of relationships lasting so much longer. I completely agree. I think it's so suffocating and slash just unfair. Not that I'm against it, but I just think it's so hard because especially if you're dating young and if you don't, I don't know, you just, you need space and you go through seasons of your life and I just don't think you actually really have to fully commit and mesh your lives with somebody really until like your parents because obviously you don't want to like yeah be together but have your kids going back and forth sure but up until that point I think creating as much space for each individual in a relationship is so healthy for the individuals and is so healthy for the relationship because you're gonna be growing you're gonna be shifting you're gonna be changing it's a constant um it's a constant for seat to me when I picture this if this were to be my situation it would show me their true devotion to the relationship Mm. and to me rather than just you get into that stance where you like you just have a habit of seeing each other and you do live together that you feel obliged to be with that person now because undoing it is so much work and like we talked about at the beginning can be fearful or whatever it's like I actually want to be with you yeah which is why I'm also a big pro of like common law relationships for sure and also if you think about I know this um Esther Perel says um, absence breeds desire. Yes, and so, love that quote. You know, I mean, God, are, we all know this. A long-term relationship takes effort, work. It, it is sacrifices and compromise. But we don't have to push two people living together. Like, it can be whatever you want it to be. And totally. if you, I think you just, like, you, you just spoke so much truth to this. It's, it's that, you know you want the relationship to work and so this could be a way to prolong that relationship I mean if you look at divorce rates let's say okay fine if you don't want to if you want to have kids together yeah and then okay you don't want to do the back and forth thing but if you get divorced and I, we're pushing boundaries here I'm and totally I, pushing boundaries pushing here boundaries but here, it's here I'm not saying for you like I'm not saying that that makes sense and for sure I understand you know the this idea of wanting to create a beautiful conducive household for your children but majority of kids are being raised in divorced households and having to go back and forth regardless right so what happens if that if that's a thing and kids are now raised though in in a marriage where it's part-time or you have more of like a house that works to kind of provide each person their own space I think I don't I don't agree with having kids and and being in a marriage and living separately. I don't think that that sets okay. a good example. Okay. But I do think it's really important to have in your household an example, which is why going to kind of stereotypes and and things like that, it's important to keep your individuality yeah. to demonstrate to your kids that you are your own person outside of a mom you're your own person outside of a wife like you still need to be yourself and I think it's so healthy and such an important example to set to your kids which is why I think it's maybe good to then set that precedent early in your relationship and Mm -hmm. not rush mushing your lives together so that when you do get to Uh maybe eventually that stage with your partner that that's such a norm in your relationship rather than 
That's a great everything. point. Everything. Because then I feel like, too, with parenting, it becomes this, like, um, if you're not honoring your individuality, you almost don't realize that you don't honor your children's and you mm. try to push and pull them in certain directions in their life rather right. than just letting their own individual personalities kind of blossom as, as they do, which yeah. I, I see happening a lot. And so... I think that really starts with the foundation of the relationship that you form with whoever you're dating. Fair um, enough. And, and, and sharing that with somebody hugely. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's, it's really interesting. Like the, I'm just, you know, all these thoughts that I didn't think about now, this, like these last few months have like really been like yeah. coming up to me and going, okay, well, do I want to share my space with someone? Sometimes. Sometimes. And sometimes not. And I'm yeah. like, well, then can it be both? Sure, I mean, why there's not? no rules anymore. There are no rules. But which is the best part about this age that we're growing up in. I don't know. I just, as much as there are rules and certain standards and you kind of feel like when you're not doing the norm, you do feel you're, you're, you're still getting opinions from people who don't like it, especially like I yeah. feel like family and grandparents and stuff like that. It's right. right which I is know. hard to deal with. I know. But like yeah. big picture wise, I'm, I'm really glad that I, as much as sometimes I really do idolize like the the housewife kind of mentality occasionally because it just sounds nice on the outside it's so much nicer living in this era where you you really can just have the freedom to make the choices yeah that are right for you and I don't think any relationship really should look like the next relationship because every person's different yeah I I I resonate this like the I you know it, it's really the idea of being a housewife is a really cute idea. Yeah, and I think, on paper. <laughs> on paper, yeah, because I think a lot of these thoughts are coming up for me in terms of, like, what do I want my next relationship to be after I've spent enough time, you know, being with myself? Yeah. Um, when I moved to Zambia with racist Rhodesian, you know, it was a really patriarchal society, and so I had no choice but to take on that role. Totally. And so staying at home, doing everything – and working and making most of the money, but being expected to do all of those those roles and having to tell him where I was going, when I'd be back, what time, you know, friendships being monitored as well. And that's not totally on, like, a housewife role, but more of a patriarchal role. Yeah. Um, even, like, not being able to talk to, like, the gardener and stuff. Like, you Messed know, stuff, but yeah. this idea of, you know... Um, the housewife role is cute because it's been idolized so much in our society but in terms of the actually doing it you know it's a lot it's a lot to take on and you you that actually leads me to another point in terms of what I don't enjoy about relationships in my, with myself is this is unhealthy thing I do is I keep score uh, uh, with a lot of um Sorry, I keep score, so um, I focus more on the balance of chores, oh. and then it creates resentment in my mind. And a lot of people oh, do so this. many people. I've had to. I go, I've had I've to done, unlearn this habit, and sometimes, yeah. and it still creeps in for sure. Yeah, it's like I've done the dishes the four times for tat sort this of mentality, week. Right now, it's your time to do four dishes, like four four days. Da, da, da. Like, and so I actually stop thinking about the content of the and quality of the relationship. And I start thinking about all the small things. And that probably goes back to the chores thing. If I felt, you know, with my first relationship, my first boyfriend was amazing. He did all the cooking and mm -hmm. we did a great balance of 
of cleaning and we both were really happy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I haven't come across that since, but I was the happiest there because it was balanced, whereas right. everything else isn't balanced. And so resentments build up and you start yeah it's a shit show as soon as that happens it really yeah it really is i i just believe in the philosophy like if you're sharing a space like whether it be roommates relationships family siblings it was just the way i was raised which i was lucky it's just if you see something that needs to be done just 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 do it just chip in like we're all living under the same roof at this point it it no longer becomes it shouldn't be a tit for tat is what i've learned and it unfortunately i almost regressed when I got in a relationship because I had somebody who wasn't and then I was like Uh, okay I kind of have to keep score because I'm like am I I'm doing all of it because I needed to have you know an argument in my back pocket for like when something would come up and I'd be like okay like okay but like what about xyz and like yes you roll really a to z of everything that I've done so and I find yeah that that really that really comes comes into play for sure so that leads me into resentment and living with somebody Let's talk about the pros and cons of sex then with relationships. Huh, okay. Because I think it's, uh, this is something I this is something that still fears me about relationships. So the pros that I have would be you obviously when you date somebody long term, they get to know your body better. They get to know what you like. Not, those one night stands of you're just like, what the fuck? Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's like, what the hell is yeah. that? I don't like that. You obviously, hopefully, well, not hopefully, if you've decided to be in a committed relationship or a monogamous relationship, then you don't have to, you know, worry about STIs as much or jealousy, whatever, whatever your path is with that, as long as there's communication around it. But at least it's discussed in a whatever realm you've taken um, and you know what to expect with it. However, then it's like, but how do you not let it get boring after a while? That's really interesting. I um I know offhand. Or if it's good, does it just never get boring? I just don't think. Uh, is it bad? Like I, I, I still feel like I'm pro monogamous relationship for myself. Mm-hmm. However, the idea every time at about six months into dating somebody, seven eight pushing it, I'm like, oh, if this is like gonna be serious, are you, the last dick that I will ever see in my life? I, I, okay, as, as as someone who is trying really hard with this podcast not to go off on rants on the one side, I'm going to put a pin on one of those things and say that there's a lot in response to that that comes from how we as human humans have been, like how we've evolved. Okay. That goes into a lot of monogamy stuff, and I would suggest we'll, we'll do another episode on that. Cool. There is a really great documentary on Netflix – uh, under the explained docu series called Sex, and then there's another one, Monogamy, talks a lot about like literally the the actual body, like what happens during our. Anyway, I can't even get into it. It's really interesting, but I will say to this that offhand, I do know the statistics because I've gone through this so many <laughs> well, times I, with my relationships. The, yeah, the wannabe psychotherapist in me has all the stats here. Um, after a year being with a partner. Uh, on average, most um, most couples have sex once a week. Your face looks really sad. I do. I feel 
So what I do know is this, that around the two and a half year mark of a relationship, your hormones revert back to what they were before you met your partner. Right. So that means you don't have any of the fun endorphins and the new, oh my God, this person's amazing. It means you actually have to really like that person and actually be really attracted to them. Yeah. So a (laughs) lot of, a lot of people will find that two and a half years, three years, That goes away and the relationship really does begin then, Yeah, I would say. So in terms of sex, I mean, from my understanding, yeah, you got to keep things, you both have to work at it. Um, I, it's like for me, I like to have a lot of sex in my relationships, a a lot more than my partners and that has been a huge issue um, ongoing and then there's some insecurities that go in there because it's like, what the hell, like in society they tell you like men want to like men are getting it up every no single day what. and that's just not true not doing it with me but i will say that as like being being in a relationship there are some times where i don't want to host as in i do not want to receive a penis inside of me yes um i just want to like have an orgasm i just want to like i want to do it myself i just want to yes. have like a really quick session and i like if i'm in a relationship and living with someone I don't want to have sex today, and that's not because I don't want to have an orgasm. I just don't want to have to go through all of yeah, the because things. Yeah, sometimes, thank you. And also Make space re- for masturbation in relationships. Yeah, because I just want to be like, yo, you know what, I just want to go, totally. like, have a quick sesh. Could you take a walk? And then I want to just, like, fall asleep naked with my vibrators all around me and then wake up and, be like, and like, get on with my day. I don't necessarily want to have sex. And so, and I know men feel that way too. I think totally. it's a little easier though. They can whip it out in the shower or whatever. Yeah. But I I do miss that in relationship because it's like, it's having an orgasm and, and masturbating isn't necessarily about being sexual. It's about fulfilling a need and so I really miss that and I love it I just go oh you know what I'm gonna take like you know what I'm working right now at home I'm gonna take a break and I go quickly just gonna just lay down for a few minutes yeah yeah but I don't I don't know I mean yeah in terms of the one dick thing that doesn't really bother me what bothers me in relationship is like oh was that the last time I'm ever gonna have those new butterfly feelings that I think maybe that's more what I mean where it's just like is that I just know that it's no longer going to be anything new. It's yeah. not necessarily the dick I'm worried about at all. It's more just that I'm I'm worried that I will lose having new experiences. And if you don't pick a partner who is willing to ch- keep trying new things or yeah. put, you know, effort in, that's what that's what fears me. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty normal. And I think so it's normal I would for say everybody, living, for sure. Being together and living apart, I think that could help it. And that's what I, that's another thing because it's just, I don't know, sometimes you just, when you see them all the, it, like the quote you said, like I, and yeah. the classic, like distance makes the heart go fonder. Even just like having your own busy schedules and stuff like that, it's just, I think that's what carves out that intimate time. And I find, at least with the relationships I know, but through friends and stuff, it's when their lives get really molded together. They spend a lot of time oh, together each other through everything. You kind all of the that's kind of stuff. I see why sex becomes once a yeah. week. You know what I mean? Because you just yeah. it yeah because it just 
feels like another to-do list with that person or you're just like you get more comfortable just like chilling on the couch with them on friday and ordering pizza and then you're just like too bloated and cheesed <laughs> up to like want to do anything which is totally fine i just don't want it to become a habit because then once you live with somebody everything that you do just becomes habits together yeah and that it's true doesn't feel great I just realized that, like, I haven't really said anything good about relationships. I just want to make a point. Like, I I do like relationships. They're they're great. I love, like, you have an inside joke buddy. You have live-in support. Totally live-in. Yeah. Cuddles, random chats. Somebody to always give you compliments. Yes. Or Caregiver. <laughs> caregiver when sick. The little things. Yep. Going on adventures. Being busy and then cooking dinner for you. Exactly. And those are great. And I'm not saying I haven't had those, but I am saying that I... It comes down to who you choose. It is who you choose and also finding a good balance. You can't expect one person to fill all your cups. And that's why it's important to build a relationship with yourself build relationships with friends and maintain that that's yeah. another thing with relationships where i feel like yep friendships really dwindle uh-huh you have to you know whether you have a close relationship with family or your family is an extension of whatever your family looks like to you and you gotta remember that just because they're your life partner or they're your boyfriend doesn't mean or your girlfriend doesn't mean that they're going to give you 100% of what you yeah, need. Yeah, because not one person can do that. No, and that's not fair to expect that. And I no. used to expect that from a relationship. Yeah, and we all do. We all do. We all do. want one person to encompass everything. And so, yeah. So that's... Well, I think it's interesting that you bring that up because, again, so much, I'm, all, I'm totally in the research today. Um, I've grown up knowing this information. Mm-hmm. But um, set, like numerous studies show that men gain a lot of their happiness in relationship from their partner right but and i, I again guys i, I no, again I'm, I'm sorry for those who you know are you know swaying on the swaying to the gay <laughs> yeah can i say that i like it um you know we're talking a lot about heterosexual uh, that's just our experience yeah but we don't mean to you know not include you guys but um but in a heterosexual it's proven that women gain their happiness from their outside sources, friends, Mm. usually, and they fill their cup there and then bring it back to the relationship. So men are kind of have this ability to go, this person, this woman, I'm getting my happiness from her. Because, you know, if we look, just, just, it's normal that women are usually the ones to be providing most of the things and structure and communication and emotional right we bring that everything yeah in relationship because we do most of that work because that's really important to us and how our brains work um but women don't gain their happiness from their male partners they actually gain it from their female friends and their female groups and that's why it's so important and that's why you feel so filled up and validated and you come back home after a girl's night and men will say all the time like Go out with your girls because you're so, like, you come back so much happier, so much more vibrant. Yeah. And that's why it's important to keep those com- those communities for women because it benefits both men and women. Hugely. Yeah. Totally. What about arguments? Oh, okay, good, because I'm on this. I just have something to say. Yeah. I'm just going to re- read what I wrote. Sure. 
Communication. Men and women are so vastly different in how their brains work that we say something and the other takes it a completely different way. And then ridiculous amounts of energy are then required to understand the intricacies of how it was taken and how it was meant, etc. What I wonder is, is it even worth it full time? And Mm -hmm. so I go into this and say that, and and then I wrote down here too, I'm curious if it's different in same-sex relationships because so much of the challenges in hetero relationships are due to speaking a different language based on gender. We all know we all know that men and women yeah, have a different way of thinking. And so this research, again, which involved um, imaging the brains of nearly a 1,000 adolescents, found that male brains had more connections with, within, within hemispheres, whereas female brains were more connected between hemispheres. Interesting. The results, which apply to the population as a whole and not individuals, suggest that male brains may be optimized for motor skills and female brains may be optimized for combining analytical and intuitive thinking. On average, men connect front to back parts of the brain more strongly than women, whereas women have stronger connections left to right said study leader, whatever, an associate, blah, 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 blah. That makes sense to why, because, like, our front brain is our prefrontal cortex, which is, like, responsible for our judgment and logic and reasoning, and then our back brain is, like, our, like, amygdala, fear responses, memories, things like that, which makes sense to why men can be so, I think they take the more logical point of view where they don't understand, and we're comparing our creative with our logical, and that's why we're, our brain maps look like freaking webs yes. and men are just kind of like yep. this must mean this this must mean this yes. and they're not there's no in between they're not picking up on a lot of those subtle nuances that we are heightened to ding 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 oh i see that ding 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 so here's cool. more um but verma cautioned against sweeping generalizations about men and women based on the results of course definitely Always. language processing though this is where i want to get into the anatomical composition of the male and female ear is identical, yet additional research at the Indiana University School of Medicine also suggests that men listen differently than women. Specifically, women appear to use both sides of the brain, while men rely more heavily on one when listening. Hmm. Our research suggests language processing is different between men and women, but it doesn't necessarily mean performance is going to be different, explains this guy. Um, In the study, both genders listened to the same passage read aloud. Researchers noted that the majority of women participating in the study showed activity in the temporal lobe on both sides of the brain. Male participants displayed neural activity in the temporal lobe as well, but the activity was primarily confined to the left side of the brain. Scientists believe the left side of the temporal lobe is responsible for listening and speech. Interestingly, the right temporal lobe is thought to process non-auditory functions. And I wanted to add this in because, and I can only speak for myself and my aunt, because we talk, but majority of the the communication issues in relationship are this inability to understand because we're just created differently in the way we process things. So when I say something to my male partner, he's taking it a totally different way and misunderstands it. And that's not his fault, and it's not my fault, but I question how much energy is really not put onto the actual relationship and fixing issues, but rather trying so hard to find a tertiary language between male and female language 
to try and cohabitate and coexist together. And I think maybe, not that I can speak to this, but I think maybe in any type of relationship, hetero or homo or whatever we're looking at, it's less about, I think it's about creating a tertiary language between two individuals. And I think something that I've also learned is like, it's really helpful. (laughs) It's saved me so much now where you rephrase, okay, what I think I hear you saying is this. Or when you tell them a story, instead of saying you, the story, (laughs) thank you, Brene Brown, my girl, the story (laughs) I'm telling myself or I told myself in this situation was, and then get them to repeat it back. And you have to be in a Mm -hmm. mature relationship and to somebody who's actually committed in order to get there. Mm -hmm. And it takes, it takes a lot of patience and it's challenging. And sometimes I think it's a really good cue of when a relationship's just not worth it. Cause you'll know that you, when it, the amount of effort it takes, you'll know whether or not you want to give that person that amount of effort. Yeah. And it becomes very clear when you do and when you don't because then you just kind of let things slide and you you don't let things bother you and they don't want to see you or you know whatever you don't care as much anymore and i think that those are important signs to pay attention to as well yeah and one thing and everybody argues differently as well that's true yeah what's your what's your and again an important thing to like learn about yourself is like how do you argue what are your tendencies do you retreat do you attack do they do they retreat and you keep chasing and then that creates tension like you gotta there's yeah and it's about choosing to stick together and fight for each other and i'm not saying that that's not out there but i am saying that marriage at one point and monogamy at one point weren't a thing Mm -hmm. um it it, it was created in terms of um, safety ensuring that you were gonna have food on the table and and be financially stable and so it was two people coming together to try and combat what was a very tough life of farming of trying to feed your kids in poverty yeah you can't do it all on uh, you can't you can't sorry you can do it all on your own yeah life becomes easier when you have when you you split the tasks to each other's strengths and i'll say that a lot of people in developing countries come together in marriages because it makes far more sense but in terms of relationships here in a developed world where we are, we've now surpassed that need to have a partner for survival, I think what we're saying in this podcast is you are allowed to go your own way and question what works for you. As long as you can find someone where that also works for you, mm-hmm. I'm never going to question it. And um, I found, I was listening to uh, another, I actually don't know where I got this from. I wish I could give credit, but... I'm not stealing their words. I just wrote my own thing and I said, it says, if I'm saying yes to you, I'm also saying yes to the layers that have not yet been revealed. I have to accept the sadness and the other more negative emotions as I have to accept the happy and the positive. Acknowledging also that my choice, who I choose to trust, whoa, and who chooses me back must always share the value that that person wants to grow. Because I think the only way, and I think what we've like come back to time and time again is like we're evolving, things are evolving, things are changing, you know, to keep things interesting. It's that classic life statement of like change is the only constant. Mm. And so you have to find somebody that you can grow with. 
have to find somebody you can grow through different levels of arguing and different topics. You have to find somebody you can grow with dreams. You have to find somebody who can grow with sharing a household or sharing the uh, planning and organization around separate households. That's really, I guess, what it comes down to. And it, yeah. and you gotta, you gotta know yourself before that because you need to yeah. know where you don't want to grow and where you do. I think we'll just leave it off on there. I liked that. That, that was, was great. good. Perfect. That was that. End of episode. Bye, I guys. Mean, <laughs> I, we ended so soft. That was so We, we never oh. end soft. <laughs>